The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in, everyone, to the early line. And we are live right here on SportsGrid on a Friday morning. I'm Kevin Walsh, joined by Donnie Wright's odd on the heels of the NFL Draft DRS and Boy, did it deliver. How are you feeling this morning? Yeah, we were trying to get some juice here for the past two weeks on the NFL draft, particularly night one, round one. And my goodness, did the fireworks start? Maybe it wasn't in the first one, two, or three picks, but it got cooking midway through the draft. A lot of moves, a lot to cover. And again, we're talking about the NFL draft here when the NBA was going off as well. What a night in sports last night, Kevin. Super, super exciting. We're going to get to it all here throughout the two hours. We'll not only be able then to recap what's happened, but preview. There's odds for the draft inside day number two. And, of course, we've got more NBA playoff action, so Major League Baseball for you as well. We start with the 7-7 seven seven headlines, though, with the beginning of this draft, Donnie, which saw defense dominate. Trayvon Walker, as expected, goes number one overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Aiden Hutchinson then became the clear favorite at two. He is a Detroit Lion. Derek Stingley Jr. closed as a minus-money favorite to go three, and he did to the Houston Texans. Sauce Gardner, four to the New York Jets. Kayvon Thibodeau, five to the New York Giants. Donnie, first time in over 30 years, each of the top five picks all coming on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, and I guess you can look at the top five and say which team was upset at the draft pick that they got. Probably none of them. Trayvon Walker went number one <laughs> overall, a high rise in the yeah. past couple of weeks. Hutchinson, Stingley Jr., Gardner, and Thibodeau. So for us, it wasn't one of those, man, they really messed that draft pick up. Looks like the first five went in approximate order that we had anticipated, and all five should be good. NFL football players at the very least. Yeah, and I look, I do think, though, there's a chance that the last of that bunch uh, in Kayvon Thibodeau is the best of that bunch. A lot of talent inside that top five, no doubt one of the premier headlines of this draft. But it was also a draft, Donnie, which was dominated by trades. And we thought, hey, maybe a star wide receiver's on the move. Debo Samuel? No. A.J. Brown? You better believe it. The Philadelphia Eagles, Donnie, finally pull the trigger and bring in a superstar wideout, trading for A.J. Brown from the Tennessee Titans. They offer him an extension, four years, $100 million, and they get their man to come over there and win and wear Midnight Green. There you go. And boy, just came in like a lightning strike there as all of a sudden the Eagles were on the clock. Then they're trading picks and getting in and out of moves. It was an exciting night to be an Eagles fan. I think the Eagles certainly did get better. But back to A.J. Brown here. 
Interesting move by the Tennessee Titans to trade away a wide receiver. They kept telling you they had no interest in giving him away, and they wanted to pay him here. So it makes you think about where the actual Eagles were still maybe calling up some other organizations for other wide receivers. But this is a very good move for the Philadelphia Eagles. I think we can both agree. If you're trading first-round picks and you're getting superstar players back for them, some people would argue, Kevin, it's better to draft somebody and hope he's A.J. Brown than actually get A.J. Brown. I'll never understand those arguments. Yeah, I mean, we've agreed on that for a long time, and it certainly is no different in this case. And also, Donnie impacted just kind of the way the wide receivers were coming off of the board, right? The Titans came up to 18. They took Traylon Burks. Listen, Traylon Burks might be good. I'll take my chances. He will not be as good as A.J. Brown, who's a 1,000-yard wide receiver each of his first two seasons and was on his way, if not for missing a couple of games here in his junior year. He, I think, will be excellent for the Eagles. And also, Donnie, we talk about these wide receiver contracts. I do not think the Eagles paid through the nose to extend A.J. Brown. I got to tell you, though, I think there's a world where the Arizona Cardinals were like, well, hold on a minute now. When I said get trade for Brown, I meant A.J., not Hollywood. Because I think that that uh, a trade package that uh, was exchanged between the Cardinals and the Ravens was a little interesting there, DRS. We're live with the radio audience as well, Sirius XM Channel 159, talking NFL draft, Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wright side on the early line. But Baltimore Ravens send Marquise Hollywood Brown to the desert. Yeah, I tell you what's interesting about this move here is, you know, the Eagles make a trade for A.J. Brown. I think it's widely, you know, circulated around like, ooh, that's a really good move for the Eagles. That's very interesting here. But then you take a look at that draft pick where it's Hollywood goes out to the desert, and some people go, yeah, I don't know about that one. So we always get that first instant reaction where one team looks like, hey, they're making a move for a really good wide receiver yeah. in the first round. The other one's like, ooh, I hope this works out for said organization. But speed kills in the NFL. And there's a lot of speed out there in the desert now. Yeah, certainly true. As far as the quarterbacks go, just one. Just one for the second time in the last 20 years selected in the first round. And that one quarterback, Donnie, Kenny Pickett, stays within Pittsburgh and goes from Pitt to the Steelers at the 20th overall selection. Yeah, it's a good move by the Pittsburgh uh, Pir uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, the Pittsburgh Steelers at this point here because they didn't overdraft, and nobody overdrafted mm -hmm. quarterbacks. We thought maybe one or two would go in the first round. Who was going to trade up to get their quarterback of the future? Nobody did. Pittsburgh Steelers do what they do every year. Let a player fall to you. If it's a guy you have highest rated on your board, you end up taking him. Good move for the Pittsburgh Steelers here. Big upset, though, in the betting markets. Malik Willis's team that people thought yep. was going to draft him was the Steelers. They thought they loved Malik Willis. He was the first quarterback right there. He falls out of the round one. That was a bit of a surprise. One of the big storylines going in to game number two. NBA headlines were awesome, Don, but I think the guy that really, really warrants the first mention is Chris Paul. 33 points, 14 to 14 shooting. Most makes without a miss in a playoff game. Most points without a miss in a playoff game in NBA history. He was unbelievable as the Suns move on to the next round. He was great, and I had his over points, rebounds, and assists prop last night, Kevin, 34 and a half, and I see him scoring, <laughs> like knocking the lights out of the gym, like, why did I just take the over 20 like I thought I should have, but it all worked out in the end. He was tremendous yesterday. Certainly so. CP3 and the Suns will advance to play the Dallas Mavericks, who closed out Utah last night in that sweet spot in the middle. 76ers, 132-97, to answering the bell and finishing off the Toronto Raptors up north. We're talking NFL draft. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Underway in a big way. And the beginning of this draft, Donnie, I think is where we should start. There's a lot to get to. We're going to get to the trades. Uh, I, look, I'll tell you right off the bat here. I, I could do give you two hours on A.J. Brown right now, but you want to try and be disciplined and, uh, and kind of go maybe in the appropriate order here. So we'll start, Donnie, at the top of the draft. The first five picks are all defensive players. Trayvon Walker, heavily favored to go. Number one overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Aiden Hutchinson lands two then, kind of the Detroit. And I will say I love the Detroit Lions move. They quickest pick of all time. I think they kind of made a statement there. Derek Stingley Jr. goes off the board at three to the Texans. Sauce Gardner, four to the Giants. Kayvon Thibodeau, five, or excuse me, uh, four to the Jets. And then Thibodeau, five to the New York Giants. Donnie, you see that top five, all defense, who catches your eye? What's your biggest takeaway from that group? Yeah, biggest takeaway from the group is you know, pass rushers basically roll, and so do cornerbacks. If you want the pathway to stopping an offense, you need to rush the passer. You need to stop wide receivers. Now, the interesting part is here, and I give a lot of credit here. You saw yesterday what on ABC and ESPN who are carrying, I guess, you know, simulcast basically side-by-side side of the draft. And the one thing I did like is you can cheat. And typically, they get stuff fed into their earpieces. But the o- number one overall pick, Throughout the first 15 minutes, where the draft's supposed to start at 8 o'clock, would we get that first pick around maybe 8.20 or so? They were going around the block to each and every analyst, and they kept telling you, who's the best player in this draft? It's Aiden Hutchinson. Like, even though they knew Trayvon Walker was going to be the number one overall pick, it was basically mm-hmm. side by side by side. So this is going to be interesting here over the next couple of years to see that comparison between Trayvon Walker and Aiden Hutchinson. But you're right. The one thing I did respect there is the minute that Trayvon Walker was taken number one overall, there was no dilly dally there in the Detroit, you know, mm-hmm. front office. Send this pick in right now. We just hit a home run. We got the best player in the draft. One of those guys that in ten years you're not going to look back like, man, what a terrible pick Aiden Hutchinson was. And they talk about a great football player and also a safe upside guy. What's the worst case scenario for Aiden Hutchinson? He's a double digit sack guy, but he's not an MVP candidate. Like let's just say like a Miles Garrett or a TJ Watt or a JJ Watt. Mm-hmm. I think you're sufficient here. And if you are in the state of Michigan. That is a great pick for your organization. But then I also like you, you take that little bit of leap of faith here. Houston has the ability to take some shots. Got a lot of draft capital coming their way today and also next year. But at the same time, he said, let me take the ultimate upside guy because if Stingley does hit, he is an absolute home run. And I also love what the Jets did going, okay, we know we want corner. 
cornerback here. Probably going to be Stingley or Garden, whoever falls to us. We're not going to make it overcomplicate mm. this decision. I think everybody in the top five, including the Giants, picking fifth there with Kayvon Thibodeau. I think everybody did really well. As long as the Jacksonville pick works out where Walker is a really mm. good football player, I don't have any qualms where anybody went here, Kevin, in the top five. And, yes, all defense. That's incredible in today's day and age. I will say, though, I feel like you kind of started to chisel away, Donnie, at what is, I think, my biggest takeaway. You know, the old KW big board would tell you that four of the five best players in this draft went inside the top five. I think Thibodeau might be the best player in this draft. I think the Giants did fantastic for themselves. Sauce Gardner is going to be tremendous, tremendous with the New York Jets. I like Derek Stingley Jr. a lot. I, I listen, I think if anybody, anyone who's on that LSU title team should automatically be taken within the first like 10 picks of any draft they seemingly were in as they were just all superstars, bona fide studs. Aiden Hutchinson, Donnie appears to be the safest player in this draft class and maybe does even have star potential. Donnie, the biggest question mark in the top five is the team drafting at number one overall. And we all know that when it comes to Trayvon Walker. And I think here's my problem with that. Trent Baalke, this offseason, got into a power struggle of would he or would he not be fired. Ultimately, he won out. Byron Leftwich stays in Tampa Bay. They hired Doug Peterson. And Baalke ends up, Donnie, not just staying, but with all the power in the world. There was a report, Donnie, that others in that front office really liked Hutchinson, but Baalke's guy was Walker. And they took Balky's guy. And where does Trent Balky, Donnie, get off going out there and taking a big swing? What a big risk here, Donnie. Let's be honest, right? We're going to get pretty soon, if they're not out already, odds for NFL Rookie of the Year, both offense and defense. Trevor Walker will not be the first pick or the second pick or the third pick or even the fourth, fifth, or sixth pick, potentially, Donnie, on the odds board to end up being the defensive rookie of the year. I don't see how a team now, Donnie, that two years in a row has been the worst team in the NFL can get by next year without delivering results. Otherwise, the Jags have to move on from Balky if they want to be taken serious. Yeah, this is an interesting move here because just a couple weeks ago, you know, they opened up the telecast, they explained all these players, hey, Trayvon Walker was supposed to be a mid-first-round pick to late-first-round pick, and that was his upside here. So now him going number one overall, which begs the question. We asked it yesterday, Kevin, because it only takes one team, right? It takes one team to fall in love with one player, and that's where the draft is going to end up. And you say, oh, I question that move, but that's their draft board and who they thought. Let's just say the Jacksonville Jaguars were not the first team drafting last night, and they were the sixth overall team drafting. Is there a really good chance that Trayvon Walker would have been drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars at six overall because that was their guy, but everybody else was like, yeah, I'm not, you know, high riser there. We get it. I would have loved to have actually seen what the draft boards of the other NFL teams would be. Now, they're never going to release it. Like, hey, you know what? After the draft, let me, let's take a peek at what we were looking at last night mm-hmm. and how we set up our board over the past two months. Because I would hasten to believe that Aiden Hutchinson was probably number one across the board here as opposed to Jacksonville. Like, let's just say if Michigan, excuse me, Michigan, if Detroit was number one overall, they'd probably still go Aiden Hutchinson right off the bat. I don't think Trayvon mm-hmm. Walker was going number one overall because, you know, other teams loved him. Now, granted, he was going to go in the top ten because anytime you have a guy that big, that size, and certainly shows out at the combine, he is going to move up the ladder. But the fact that he went from, like, the 25th overall pick here to number one overall just shows you Jacksonville really liked him. That's all that he needed to go number one. 
Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, but if you're, I don't, know, I don't know, you're all about tools. Like Kayvon Thibodeau doesn't have those tools. I, I found that <laughs> to be quite interesting here. As we continue to look through, Donnie, the beginning of the first round, right? We'll get to the quarterbacks in a minute. Uh, yes. We saw the, you know, ah, the run on tackles game, right, Donnie? The top, you know, the big three tackles all went within those first nine picks. Kind of after the defense, they started to dominate. But then came the wide receiver love, Donnie. Six round one wide receivers, six wide receivers within the first 18 picks. And this will kind of carry us into the conversation around the wide receivers that were traded for probably in our next segment, Donnie. I think you are seeing the wide receiver position has such a big premium put on it, and it makes sense. Every single team starts three wide receivers this day and age. Every single one of them, Donnie. You need a superstar wide receiver if you want to be taken serious. You need a good number two if you want to be taken serious, Donnie. Nobody told that to the Green Bay Packers over the last two decades. But ultimately, Donnie, I think it makes a lot of sense the way we saw wide receivers pile off of this board. What do you think about that? And maybe who's your favorite fit of the bunch? Yeah, it, it, it's kind of interesting here because, you know, the upside of Jamison Williams will be interesting to see. And we saw a trade up to go get him there, mm -hmm. which was the Detroit Lions. So, okay, we'll take a flyer on this. And, you know, maybe we don't have him for half the season. But more importantly, yeah. we're going to have him at least under contract for five years. And once he gets that ACL done and he's back on the field, he's probably going to be a dominant player. I thought an interesting pick number one overall was the Drake London pick for USC. Because if you just look at the kid, yeah, it's like a Julio Jones type of clone that you're getting. I'm going to go up and make big time contested catches. I had big time success in college but at the same time not that speed guy because we've also gone over which players make some sense and speed kills in the nfl you cannot teach speed now drake london does have great ball skills but at the same time your cornerbacks and your wide receivers if they're going one-on-one -on, -one on the outside what do you want a speed guy that's be able to beat consistent man-to-man -man coverage and beat them deep i don't know if you get that out of drake london so i thought that was an interesting pick off the back because garrett wilson here staying put and going number 10 overall to the jets that was a home run for them they needed wide mm -hmm. receiver help for the young quarterback they were apparently trying to work the phones and make trades for veteran young or young veteran wide receivers in the nfl and they just couldn't get that done i thought that was a grand sign because i thought garrett wilson overall was the best wide receiver in the draft but also right behind him maybe a little bit of a reach here and the saints have been known to trade up and take some questionable picks here and we'll see if it works out but that was olave there that's going to wind up down in new orleans so some interesting stuff here but i agree with your sentiment wide receiver is a massive need position now and you can no longer just have a few guys and run a system you need big time wideouts to succeed they came flying off of the board. We get back. I'll let you know my favorite fit of the bunch. But ultimately, you know who got the best wide receiver? The Philadelphia Eagles. We'll be right back here on the air. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Talking wide receivers here on a Friday morning. My favorite pick of this wide receiver class, Donnie, is the Detroit Lions. This team went up 20 spots for a second-round selection. I I get it. It was a high-level second-round pick at 34. But, Donnie, is there any team in the draft that has more runway to let Jamison Williams, if need be, take a year off than the Detroit Lions? Absolutely not. Amron St. Brown broke out for this team. Getting a guy now that can go over the top and break a defense in the way that Williams can is fantastic. And here's the other sneaky story that people won't catch on until it's a little too late. The plan probably, Donnie, is to pair Williams with his former quarterback, Bryce Young, when the time comes. I thought it was a tremendous, tremendous spot there for the Detroit Lions. As far as the rest of these picks, though, Donnie, I think you've got some guys in some tough spots here. Drake London comes in. You've talked about the contested catchability maybe being more negative than positive in the way that people have discussed it. Garrett Wilson at 10. Chris Olave at 11. Dotson at 16. Traylon Burks at 18. I ask you this, Donnie. Odds any of these guys are as good as A.J. Brown. I just look at it, Donnie. They all had an opportunity to be A.J. Brown, and yet no A.J. Brown for these teams, Donnie. We'll talk about what that means for the Eagles, but uh, do you look at any the Jets' decision or you know, I mean, even, even the Titans' decision, Donnie? I mean, they drafted Traylon Burks. How do you feel about maybe nobody else finding a way to bring A.J. Brown into their organization? Yeah, maybe they didn't want to bring him in, or maybe the price tag was just a little bit too high because you also have to, you know, come in to think about this. If you're just getting a first-round draft pick and say the Philadelphia Eagles say, yep, we're going to trade our, you know, number 15 overall, and we're going to go up, and we are going – or excuse me, take the 15th pick or so and just trade it away and get a legitimate talented wide receiver. You are getting a legitimate talented wide receiver here in A.J. Brown, but also keep in mind you have to pay that wide receiver. And that's why teams like the draft capital most part because they can say, okay, I got you under control for five years. Your salary is not going to be crazy off the hook because the Philadelphia Eagles gave close to $60 million guaranteed here to A.J. Brown. So that does is a little bit of an inhibitor from other teams saying, okay, we really like the player, but we don't really have it in our budget to go out and pay massive money for a wide receiver. And I get that, but I'm old school in this fact because draft picks don't win anything. You can have all the draft capital in the world. It looks great, but if you don't spend it accordingly, what does it actually do for you? So if you have a first-round pick, and not the number one overall pick, Kevin, not the number five pick, not the number 10 pick, you're talking midway through the first round to get a Pro Bowl caliber wide receiver and a young one there and lock him up, that's a fantastic move here. So I do understand where some of these NFL teams went the draft route because you're not paying 
$60 million guaranteed. You probably have a contract that overall for five years might total up around 25 or $30 million. And that's a big difference here when you're looking at it. But for the Philadelphia Eagles perspective, they needed a big time settling wide receiver that can come into town and say, hey, I've been there, done that, and had massive success already in the NFL, as opposed to saying, okay, let's make a trade for, you know, move up in the draft and take Jamison Williams, who to me is the most fun player in the draft but also comes with a lot of baggage with a knee injury and will not be in training camp and probably won't be ready mm-hmm. through midway through the season. Not really what you want to do when you have a young quarterback that you're trying to say, okay, let me see if you want to sink or swim. Get him a big-time talent right away, and you'll find out. Yeah, look, ultimately, I think the Lions, again, were kind of the perfect landing spot there. And maybe, Donnie, those teams didn't want to pay A.J. Brown. Okay, fine. I don't know what the Tennessee Titans are doing. I think it's a mistake. Ultimately, though, you love to see it. The Philadelphia Eagles got what I believe is a top 10 wide receiver in the NFL. And they didn't even overpay, in my opinion, Donnie, on the extension. Four for $157 million guaranteed. Just for perspective, Tyreek Hill was four for 120 Sorry to tell you, Tyreek Hill is not $20 million better, in my opinion. Tyreek Hill's, I'm not telling you that A.J. Brown's better. $20 million better? I got my questions about about that. Ultimately, Donnie, not only now do you give Jalen Brown or excuse me, Jalen Hurts that full opportunity to see how good he is, but you elevate everybody else's game. Obviously, Devonta Smith most markedly there, but it goes across the board. Your offensive line, your your tight end room, your the whole wide receiver, the running back room, Donnie. Everybody on the offensive side of the football just got better for the Philadelphia Eagles. Even the defense just got better because now the offense gets to stay out there on the field a little bit more. The pressure on the defense is a little bit less. That's how important it is to be able to get a superstar player like an A.J. Brown at the wide receiver position. And, yes, I believe A.J. Brown is a superstar player. Don't believe me? Go ahead and ask the Cincinnati Bengals that won the AFC, who had absolutely no chance in the world at guarding A.J. Brown, despite the fact that he was the only aspect of the Titans' offense that worked in that game. Why don't somebody call up Ryan Tannehill and ask him how he feels about the fact that the only guy he seemingly could connect with in that massive playoff game is now not on that team anymore. I right now, and again, I see him had a bye week. A.J. Brown, to me, Donnie, is a legitimate star. And we sat here, and at some point, you almost started to turn me and convince me that the Philadelphia Eagles were tanking. Donnie, the Philadelphia Eagles should be favored to win the NFC East. The Philadelphia Eagles had a fantastic start to the draft. Jordan Davis is going to be a star. Jabron comments out there from some saying that this was a bad pick. It was a rock star pick. And those who said it was a bad pick should delete their tweets, maybe even pause their accounts if need be. The Philadelphia Eagles, Donnie, rocked up to the 2022 NFL draft and nailed a couple of A-plus situations here, most notably A.J. Brown now coming to Philadelphia. What was your takeaway? Yeah, it was a big takeaway. And obviously, you're supposed to take the best player available when your draft pick comes up. And quite frankly, Davis is a beast on the interior. Now, the Philadelphia Eagles have seen firsthand about what a very good defensive tackle can do for your lives, being Fletcher Cox, who for a couple years was in the upper echelon, top one, top two, top three tackles in the NFL. And you could do damage because how do you win in the NFL now, as we said? defend the wide receivers, and get to the quarterback. Now, this guy primarily is not really a pass-rushing demon. It's not Jerome Brown from the past, and quite frankly, Fletcher Cox coming out of college was a better pass rusher than you're going to see out of Davis. But to run Jonathan Gannon's scheme, he needed a giant defensive tackle that can single-handedly clog up the running lanes up the middle so your linebackers can run free. I thought it was a very good pick, but... I think it compounded here because once you saw that pick go off the board for the Philadelphia Eagles and they went defense, he starts scratching your head. And even I put out the tweet out there like, man, 
Like, you got to be sitting back saying, Jalen Hurts, what do I have to do here? You got me Zach Paschal and said, enjoy this 2022 season? No, you went on upgraded the wide receiver position, and your point is very valid here, Kevin, saying you get A.J. Brown. It doesn't just make the quarterback better. It makes every single player on your roster better, even down to the guys like Quez Watkins who now say, whoa, you're telling me all I have to do is play a Todd Pinkston-esque role from the early 2000s where I have to run mm -hmm. fast in a straight line and that's all I have to do and that's my part of the offense? Yes, that's actually what you have to do because Devonta Smith is a very good young wide receiver. A.J. Brown is a beast, and now you have that speed component and it works perfectly also with Dallas Goddard, one of the better young tight ends in football, going over the middle. So things are starting to look up for Philadelphia. Now the question comes is, do you have your quarterback of the future? Because next year, the Philadelphia Eagles still have two first-round draft picks. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't work out with Jalen Hurts, you have the draft capital to get one in the draft, or you have the draft capital to go get a veteran who can take your team to the next level. So I think the Eagles had a very good night in the draft. A little bit mm -hmm. shaky, though, when they took that defensive tackle. But once the A.J. Brown news hit, it seemed like a home-run night for the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, look, the smart people knew that Jordan Davis right there locked in a home run night. I mean, I mean, let's call it let's call it what it is. You know, people want us to overdraft some bad wideouts. The plan was always out there. Howie Roseman, we trust. Now, let me say this, Donnie. As much as I want to get to the Cardinals Ravens trade, what are the Titans doing? The Tennessee Titans now are no longer favored to win their division. The Tennessee Titans did not have an unbelievable wide receiver room. I like, you know, Donnie, how you and I have been saying that teams need to like, find a way to like copy what the Rams are doing, and somehow the Tennessee Titans said, you know whose draft, uh, who you know whose strategy we like at here in the offseason? We just absolutely love what the Green Bay Packers are doing, man. I mean, we're going to give our quarterback no chance to succeed, but at least Green Bay, Donnie, can say, yeah, we got Aaron Rodgers. He'll probably make it work here. Hey, we're asking Ryan Tannehill, Donnie, the top end of this wide receiver room is Robert Woods. I don't know when he'll be back, and a rookie in Traylon Burks, who might be good. What a ridiculous ask to put on a guy, Donnie, for a team that is supposed to win a division, go to the playoffs, compete at a high level. So I really don't, I don't understand the world. And by the way, you know, Mike Vrabel's out there, man. You know, it's upsetting. You could tell he's upset. The other day he was saying, as long as I'm the coach of this team, A.J. Brown will be a member of the Tennessee Titans, right? And he, he kind of was like, ah, just, you know, we had to make the right decision there. You know what that looked like to me, Don? That looked like a guy that lost in Mike Vrabel in a battle with the general manager saying, what are you doing? I want to win football games. You need to pay A.J. Brown. GM said, hey, don't worry about this, man. I got this kid, Traylon Burks. He's going to be great. We'll be fine. A.J. Brown is asking for a little bit too much money. Donnie, there was a tweet that came and went in terms of it being deleted from A.J. Brown. I know. I replied to it. I let him know. Welcome to Philadelphia. I had to give him that warm KW welcome. That basically said, Donnie, Tennessee, I love you. This was not, all caps, this was not my fault. Donnie, what are the Tennessee Titans doing? Now, look, here's what the Tennessee Titans did. The fans are upset. The coaches are upset. High fives all the way around in the front <laughs> office and upper management because they dodged a bullet by paying like $60 million. Hey, man, we just made about $40 million tonight by getting rid of one of our best young players and getting a rookie. So the coach upset. The fans upset. Front office, champagne bottles were popping. That's like nailing a huge acquisition and making big-time money in the stock market somehow. So front office loved it. Everybody else hated it. City of Philadelphia, thank you, Tennessee. You gave us what we needed, a superstar young wide receiver. 
this dude, Derrick Henry, is going to be asked to carry the ball 3,000 times mm-hmm. at this rate yep. here, man. My goodness. I'll tell you, though, everybody's saying, I oh, love this for the Colts. Colts are going to win the division. Now, do not forget, though, about that Super Bowl long shot, the Jacksonville Jaguars oh, out there, Donnie, climbing up. Oh, boy, me now, Donnie. Oh, no, boy, me now. And you know what's interesting, yeah. Donnie? Your Super Bowl long shot went out there. And they said to themselves, yeah, that whole Mitch Trubisky thing didn't make a lick of sense. They took Kenny Pickett. We'll talk about that and a lot more next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back with you here on SportsGrid. Taking a look at some of the results from the opening here of this draft. We're going to get to the quarterbacks in a minute. Quickly, Donnie, I don't know if I'll ever see a trade like Cardinals-Ravens again. To me, Donnie, unquestionably, the value landed Baltimore's direction. Without a shadow of a doubt, only confirmed by the A.J. Brown trade that happened just a couple of minutes after. People online asking the question, um, did Arizona call Tennessee, you might, ah, oh, but they don't have to pay Hollywood Brown. I mean, he's got one year left before they probably have to pay Hollywood Brown. If you trade a pick like that for Hollywood Brown, you'd think you'd want to pay Hollywood Brown. So snagging the 23rd pick, Donnie, sending out the 100th overall selection, felt like a huge win for the Baltimore Ravens. But the thing is, Donnie, we have to go out there and play football. I think Hollywood Brown could be good in Arizona. Went to OU with Kyler Murray. There's a connection there. They needed somebody to be the deep threat right once again now with ultimately moving on from Christian Kirk as he signed that big deal in Jacksonville. And the Baltimore Ravens, Donnie, have their franchise quarterback, Lamar Jackson, tweeting out what's going on. It's the cleaner version of it. And they don't have a wide receiver room that's up to snuff with the level that they want to compete at here in the NFL. I don't know. Did they both win the trade? Did they both lose the trade? I mean, is, it, is this Simmons-Harden on the but a much lower scale? What, what was your read of the Hollywood Brown deal? 
Yeah, it was a little bit of a head scratcher on both sides here because the fact that you say we need weapons for Lamar Jackson who are going to pay him like $50 million a year, and I don't know if this is a contract negotiation by going, let's tank his stock as much as we can. So instead of paying him $50, we'll pay him $40 million. That, that can't be. They can't be that devious as an organization. But you would figure more weapons, the better here for the Ravens. Keep wide receivers, draft wide receivers, and oh, yeah, the running game opens up and Lamar Jackson can be that MVP caliber candidate and maybe you have a chance to win a Super Bowl, win a division, or make a run in the AFC playoffs. But now you scratch your head and go, okay, that move was made. So what are we starting to build up? Ooh, that's a great move here by the Ravens because you know what they're doing now? Stacking picks to go get Debo Samuel, and then they go out and do what the Ravens do. Let's go ahead and take a center here because that's <laughs> going to be real exciting football and help us on offense. Now, great. The pick might turn out to be wonderful, and you have a center yeah. over the next decade that makes five Pro Bowls, and it works. But you have Lamar Jackson. Isn't your goal to surround Lamar Jackson with as much talent as you possibly can so we don't have to hear next year, ha ha, told you Lamar Jackson can't pass. And Donnie Wright's so like, what do you want him to do? Who is he throwing to here? It's nice for some of these quarterbacks to drop back and go, man, my guy is wide open every time as opposed to, oh, my goodness, one 1,000, two 1,000. Well, go. Guess there's going to be another 1,000-yard rusher this year because nobody is open on the outside, and they can collapse eight in the box to try to stop me and my running game. I didn't think it made sense for both teams. But having said that, I do actually like to move a little bit here for the Arizona Cardinals because the fact is they run a wide-open scheme, and you need speed, and that's exactly what Hollywood gives you. So I don't mind it from that perspective. But again, it's okay. You traded a first-round draft pick for him. You're going to eventually have to pay him, but at the same time, some better wide receivers that you maybe could have offered up a first-round draft pick for and made some hay there. So we'll see how it turns out for both sides. I like it a little bit more for the Cardinals, but for the Ravens, man, get your star quarterback some weapons out here. What are we doing? It, so, again, you see the Lamar tweet. I think he and Hollywood Brown, despite maybe Donnie at times, you know, kind of on field, some side eyes. and Because, you know, Hollywood Brown is one of those guys that probably four times the game is so wide open, he can't believe he's not into the back of the end zone with a touchdown because of his ability to break the top of a defense there. But ultimately, Donnie, like the Baltimore Ravens, because this is what they do, drafted probably a couple of future All-Pros in this draft. Tyler Lindenbaum out of Iowa, people are super high on. And Kyle Hamilton, I believe, Don. Remember I said about four of the five best players went inside the top five. Hamilton rounds out that yeah. top five. I think Kyle Hamilton's one of the five best players in this draft. I understand the NFL doesn't value safety as much. Probably a mistake. If this is if listen, unless this is the best draft class in the history of football, him falling to 14 will end up looking like a mistake in sooner than later. So Don, like the Ravens had a good draft. I do think you need to add more wide receiver talent. I know people are excited about Rashad Bateman. I know Mark Andrews is the guy in terms of pass-catching ability there, but I thought they needed to add a little bit more. But on the Arizona side, Donnie, doesn't this almost feel like a – you know how Tom Brady got to, gets the hand-picked the wide receiver room? Like, doesn't this feel like a Kyler-motivated – like, listen, you need to replace Christian Kirk. And why don't you go and get my guy from OU, who I went – we were in the same draft class with in Hollywood Brown because – Donnie, that's how it reads to me. And if that's the case, well, pay Kyler. If Kyler's making decisions, just extend him already. What are we waiting on? Why are you risking the, the, the dollars running up? Why are you risking him eventually going the Kirk Cousins route, the Dak Prescott route, the potential Lamar Jackson route of running you through the franchise tag gamut and you paying more than need be? Arizona, to me, did not ultimately get value on this deal and still leave me a little bit questioning as to what the approach around Kyler Murray 
is going to be. If we're talking quarterbacks, though, we only had one go in the first round. Inside our number two, we will preview a little bit of some of the early selections and options that are out there on the menu for you to be able to take inside day number two. But, Donnie, you're going to see Malik Willis there. You're going to see Matt Corral, Desmond Ritter, Sam Howell. Just one quarterback comes off of the board. Before we talk about Kenny Pickett's fit in Pittsburgh and how much maybe you do like or dislike that move, what do you think about the fact that only one quarterback came off of the board in this first round? I'm actually happy with the NFL. I think like we're the evolution of just not making bonehead picks because you have to draft for need is not coming into play in this one. We thought that you had a couple of quarterbacks that might have been first-round talents, but more and more you go through and you say, okay, we're setting our draft boards. Who actually makes sense to take quarterback? Because we knew the Carolina Panthers at six weren't taking a quarterback. They were just going to say, okay, well, we need a quarterback. Let's just take one at six and see what works out. Take the best player available, which they did. So which meant that you might get a falling quarterback come to, and that's what happened with the Pittsburgh Steelers at 20. We knew the Steelers needed a quarterback, but the Steelers are probably saying to themselves, well, if we get a guy at 20 that we like, we'll risk that. That's fine. But we're not going to trade up into the top 10 to get this quarterback who might not work out and give up even more draft capital than we had thought. So from my first perspective here, at only one quarterback going, I think the NFL and the NFL's teams made the right decisions here. Now, is Malik Willis better quarterback than Kenny Pickett for the Pittsburgh Steelers? We'll find out in just a few short years. But at the same time, I don't think anybody overreached for quarterback and only one going in the first round when so many go typically in the first round because many teams need quarterbacks. I like the restrictions that these NFL teams go, hey, we're not overdrafting these guys here. Let's let them fall and see where they are. Or maybe just go after them in the second and the third rounds where we'll take best pay player available in the first round and we'll see if we can pick up a quarterback because there's no telling. Kenny Pickett might be a great quarterback in the NFL. Malik Willis, after year two, like, wow, this guy was really criminally underdrafted. Mm-hmm. He should have gone top 10 because he's that good. But I liked what the NFL did overall last night. Nobody reached. Pittsburgh got their quarterback and didn't have to spend extra draft capital, Kevin, in getting him. Yeah, so ultimately it's good that nobody reached. It's interesting, though, that nobody wanted the fifth-year option on any of these quarterbacks. That's a little bit surprising. And it makes me wonder, does the fall continue maybe more than we're anticipating in round number two? That's what I think is going to be really interesting to find out. Again, we can talk about that a little bit more when we get to the second hour, and we'll talk about some of the odds that are out there inside uh, this second-round draft on the FanDuel Sportsbook. But that's one of the things that I'm wondering right now. But the funny part of it is, right, Donnie, if, if you kind of stripped away your knowledge of prior NFL drafts, as you're alluding to here, if I say, yeah, one quarterback went in the first round, I'd be like, yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense, right? Like, this wasn't a draft class that was loved, and it's not a quarterback-needy NFL at this present time. Kenny Pickett going to Pittsburgh, though, from a pure betting perspective, Donnie, was a stunner. Malik Willis was minus 200 to be the first quarterback off of the board and was favored to be selected by the Pittsburgh Steelers. This was a surprise, Donnie. There's no other way to put it. I look at this scenario here, and ultimately, here's my read on how this happens. Kenny Pickett is going to be the day number one starter for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Every single bit of, at least that's the plan. Like if Mitch Trubisky wins out, that's a really, really bad sign for what's going on. Pittsburgh, Donnie, I think as we've been talking about, thinks they have a, at minimum, 
playoff caliber roster like they did last year, and they want a quarterback that can come in and play right here, right now. They probably think that's Kenny Pickett over a Malik Willis. That, to me, Donnie, is how a situation and a scenario like this ultimately plays out. What is your read on the decision made by the Steelers to upset the betting markets and take Kenny Pickett in front of Malik Willis with both on the board? Yeah, maybe they knew all along he was the right pick, sharing the same exact practice facility as we talked about with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Pitt Panthers. So they knew the ins and outs and how Kenny Pickett would actually do in Pittsburgh, and they made the decision based on that. So if we're taking a look at the future of the Pittsburgh Steelers, <clears throat> I think it works out really well. The reason I say that, Kevin, is last time they drafted a quarterback or a prominent quarterback, we should say, Ben Roethlisberger. You know, it was the rookie of the year in the NFL that same year. It was Ben Roethlisberger. And I love this because it seems like the Pittsburgh Steelers organization, more than any other organization, is always equipped for this, right? We're going to put a young quarterback in there, but we're going to try to give him a solid offensive line, give him a very good running game, wide receivers that are capable and play really good defense and have Mike Tomlin as our head coach, that steadying force here. And it worked out very well for Roethlisberger. Maybe you're trying to get lightning in a bottle with your next quarterback here, what you think is going to be your next quarterback here for your franchise in Kenny Pickett. I think it's a seamless transaction. The kid lived in Pittsburgh for four years here while playing for the Pitt Panthers. He ingratiated himself to the city. The fans know him. So it's not one of those picks, Kevin, where he's coming in like, man, I can't believe we passed over Kenny Pickett, and this is our quarterback. Man, he looks terrible in week five, even though he's only a rookie. So I think this helps out a lot with a transition where he doesn't have to start from day one. I think they probably will lean towards Mitchell Trubisky getting the starting nod where Kenny Pickett is always in the background, but eventually making that transition for him being a starting quarterback his rookie year. I think it's a great landing spot for Kenny Pickett, and I think the Steelers can certainly make this work. Look, I, I, I have to disagree. He has to start right away. He's old, Donnie. He's old for a quarterback entering the NFL. He's 23 right now. Like He's really not that much younger than Sam Darnold, who's been in the NFL for years at this point. They said on the broadcast last night they were talking about it, Donnie, the fellas out there in Vegas around Kenny Pickett's age. And a great job, by the way, everybody out there in Vegas. Did a fantastic job. Blewett, Lisi, Sharon Pan, uh, the whole crew that was out there really getting the job done. Uh, and they'll be out there again live today. So make sure you are checking in everything we're doing right here on Sports Grid. But, Don, like, Donnie, he's older than Jordan Love. I don't have time for this guy to be – for Mitch yeah, Trubisky, you can't Donnie. Look at that, though. These guys are playing to their full. Yes, I can. Running back. Like, yes, I can. Watkins is out here as a 28-year-old guard. I mean, come on now. You got some time. Yeah, but Donnie, it's Trubisky in front of him. Like, Donnie, I sit a guy down because I got, you know, guys that are going to the playoffs. Donnie, Mitchell Trubisky was ran out of Chicago for not being good Mason enough. Root, Mason Rudolph's been told he's in the mix, too. He's got some heavy competition. Yeah, I know. There, Kev. I don't know. <laughs> I like that Never Mason know. Rudolph was like, man. So Mason Rudolph was like, man, me versus Kenny Pickett, huh? And they're uh -huh. just like, listen, yep. dude. Like, it is not you versus anybody. Just hope yep. you make the roster. Just hope you make the roster. Kenny, Donnie, I tell, I'm telling you now. If Kenny Pickett is not the starter, week mm -hmm. number one, monster red flag around his prospects here in the NFL. They want him to be the starter. They want him to be the starter. And if he's not, it's a bad sign. We're closing out hour number one. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Closing out hour number one. We'll finish up some draft stuff here. We're going to get you some NBA recap. Three game number sixes last night in the association, all really delivering some fun talking items there. Uh, Donna, I'll kind of go open-ended here. Anything else from round number one that caught your eye? Something you liked, something you disliked? Yeah, I mean, you try to take a look at it's hard to say winners and losers on night one of the draft because it's only one round that you have. But it's also very rare that teams can get three first-round draft picks in and you think they might have hit a home run. That was the New York Jets. I mean, it's very easy to say the Jets could have won the draft. Why? Because they have more draft capital than anybody else. But getting a top-flight cornerback in Sauce Gardner and then you're doubling down and saying, let me get my young wide, my, excuse me, my young quarterback some wide receiver help that he desperately needs because they actually have a pretty good young wide receiving core heading into next year with taking Garrett Wilson and also Jermaine Johnson who slipped all the way down to the mid-20s and you got your pass rusher one of the guys with you talk about upside it's hard to take upside number one overall like the Jacksonville Jaguars did basically but you take upside at 26 and that works out that is a grand slam so some winners in the first round certainly probably would be both New York teams the Jets and the Giants I didn't get that feel throughout the draft where some teams really swung and missed per se but if you're talking about winners the Big Apple had big winners yesterday yeah I, I totally agree I thought it was a really really good day for New York football as a whole uh my takeaway is something that um Don you could you kind of turn your brain off while I talk about this because I know you have no interest the draft yeah. parlay builder on the FanDuel Sportsbook uh. absolutely fantastic absolutely fantastic top 10 parlay four guys plus 100 bang it top 32 parlay three guys my by the way minus 112 all gone inside the top 23. And that, by the way, is not any, you know, pat on the back. Oh, I nailed him, the smartest guy in the room. I think this is a way that makes a lot of sense to bet the draft. It takes a lot of the variance, I think, out of, Donnie, your typical, ah, I got a whole bunch of big favorite parlays on a college football slate. Madness can happen. Maybe a little less madness when you talk about the NFL draft. Though then again, if you put Malik Willis in a top 32 parlay, it was certainly not. 
your night. We come right back into the hour number two. Chris Paul was perfect. The Sixers rolled and the Jazz are gone. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.